today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Guess what? A new trailer came out. It's She-Hulk Attorney at Law. And we get to talk about it, all that and more. We have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our third chair, we have our friend Karen Huffstutler, who uh, has been doing a lot of Bingers Assemble with me and Panavision and such. Uh, how you doing, friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to see Miss Tatiana Maslany in a new show. Yeah, me too. I, I, as much as I, you know, I'm excited for anything Marvel, that is the thing that gets, gets me more excited for the show than anything else is that Tatiana Maslany is in it. And... The only thing I know her from is Orphan Black, and that is the one of the best shows I've ever seen. Same. I love that show. I have all the DVDs. I even have the comic books that came out. I, uh, yeah. I love her to death. I hear there's like a whole <laughs> audio drama now, all that kind of stuff. Like Karen went hard on the Orphan Black. <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. I did. I have a tattoo design. I just haven't saved up enough to get it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I want an orphan black tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so basically this show could suck and I would still be like, yeah, but her acting is just great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we were actually just talking about on our episode that won't be dropping till after this one uh, about the fact that like <laughs> um, Marvel has in the past misused or underutilized some actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they don't do that here. This one looks like it's very focused on her, but sometimes the acting doesn't come through as easily through you know the CGI of it all. So through CG, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm hopeful, but also you know concerned here and there. It looks like she's going to do the switch back and forth thing, though, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the look of it. Is that she she is triggered by her strong emotions and yep. hulks out. I think they've done enough to to map her face to She Hulk mm-hmm. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have they've had enough practice in like Endgame and you know, other things that Hulk has been in to kind of you know prep them for this sort of thing where that kind of character is in the lead. Yeah, it's a little hard with her and this character because like, and I've heard some people complaining about the CGI. I think the CGI looks great. I don't know. Like, like, I think there's a few things that could be done better with, like, maybe some of the facial expressions matching up with the mouth. But I think that might be just yeah. early, early footage stuff. But, like, the actual f- face and the arm look like Hulk to me. They look very similar CGI to what Hulk is. I think the problem comes in because Hulk kind of looks like a monster. And so it's yep. a little more okay if he looks a little uncanny valley because they push him towards this ca- sort of cartoony face shape and the teeth mm. and everything. But with her, yeah. they're trying to make her look like an attractive woman. And like, so there's, yeah. there, you're getting this little bit of uncanny valley thing going on. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with the comics as well. Like, you know, as, as Bruce Banner turns into Hulk, he becomes like gargantuan comparatively. Like, he's so much bigger. But then when she turns... Because comic books, uh, it's a she, so she has to still be like right proportions and voluptuous and yeah. and a female in yeah. comics, especially a female hero in comics. Mm-hmm. And she still, you know, she has to have that sex appeal. <laughs> and uh, as the as the trailer says, girl, your ass looks crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I 
I, I definitely hear that criticism of like the patriarchal look at how comics invented her and everything. But like, I also, I'm excited to see what they do with it here in like a modern telling because it does seem like, for one thing, it's it's funny we've talked about on on superhero ethics the idea that like. So I think this will be an interesting thing to watch for. Matthew Fox always has this idea about like, just because you have powers doesn't mean it, it, he 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 doesn't like the Spider Man ideal. <laughs> With great uh, power comes great responsibility. Yeah, it doesn't is is his case that he makes somewhat often that like yeah. that's actually kind of toxic. Like just because you have powers doesn't mean you are bound to be or do a certain lifestyle you know what i mean like you can choose your own path yeah Yeah. especially if the powers were kind of accidentally thrust upon you right Uh right you didn't seek this out this is something that you're you know thrust into and so like her here saying like i just want to be an anonymous lawyer and we know from comics like she continues to be a lawyer and it seems like she's still going to be heading up the superhero law division, mm-hmm. which sounds super fun. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm more interested in. And what I think could possibly save the show, if they do it correctly, mm-hmm. is introducing all these new characters as her clientele and seeing how she works with them. Yeah. Or bringing yeah. back old characters. That's the thing that yeah, yeah. Me. yeah, Yeah. Like they're doing with Blonsky. Ooh. Yes. We got to yes. see Blonsky as Tim Roth. Yes, exactly. In the chair. Exactly. That's yes. my most excited moment in the whole trailer because I've been saying it for eight, how many years on this podcast? Eight? All right. Like the entirety of this podcast, since before it came out, I've been screaming, they need to bring back Emil Blonsky and they're doing it and they're, they're going to let him return from abomination shape back into Tim Roth shape. And I am super pumped about that. Yep. yep. Yeah. The the thing that uh, that you brought up there, Karen, that I absolutely love the idea of is that with this being a comedy series, uh, they can bring in those like low level, ground level, just completely bonkers, stupid villains <laughs> and heroes. Yes. Those like characters that just don't make it, like Stiltman and. Yeah. You know, the crazy awful ones, like <laughs> the ones that have the worst powers that you could bring those into this kind of series. And like, you know, she, she could be, she could be like, I, I was, I was told I would be heading up the superhero law division or the, you know, the superhuman law division. And I get this crap. Like, yeah. this is the shit you bring me. <laughs> right. And so, <laughs> and then on top of that, like you get introduced to these like super goofy characters, but if there is one that everybody loves, they could spin that one off into another series. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <sighs> oh, it's it's kind of like this could be an anthology of like, you know, let's let's see what the what the audience likes. Let's throw some shit together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes I feel like that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks. Yeah. And I mean, th- yeah. you can kind of do that when you have these shows. You have a little more time. Uh, there is one shot in the trailer that looks like a character bursting through the wall. Have you guys looked at that shot? In, it, it's, in a, it's in the courtroom. It's at 124. And there's a character like bursting through the wall. And this has got to be a character from comics that I don't know. But she's got like really crazy like golden boots on and like a black, dre- a black uh, suit with like golden trim. It just oh, looks that's, like... Uh, that's Jamila Jamil. 
That's uh, Titania. Oh, yeah. I I knew she was in this, but I did not recognize her from there. That's great. I love that she gets to be ridiculous. Yeah, me too. She looks totally ridiculous. I was expecting her to be way classy because of the other place. (laughs) Or the good place. The good place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've always seen her so fancifully dressed. Uh Uh-huh. And now she's fancifully dressed in a completely different way. Yeah, in a, in a completely different direction with a lot of tassels and hangy things and yeah. what looks like a pirate coat, almost. Her frill, her frill game. Uh, her frill game's on point. Yeah, what's that line from Thrift, shut, thrift Stop? <laughs> thrift Shop. Oh. Uh, um, this like something like his frill game would be John Wayne or something like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not familiar with the song. <laughs> Sorry, it's not from Marvel. My bad. Be glad. Yeah. Marvel didn't produce it, so I don't know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) You listen to a radio station that just goes back and forth between, like, the theme songs from the various Marvel properties and, like, that one 80s pop tune from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. (laughs) Have you been watching me? (laughs) Do you follow my life? Yeah, man, for sure. So, what do you guys think of the overall tone of this? What do you think, Karen? Still, I don't know. I'm still kind of just iffy about it. Yeah. Like, I can't put it into words. It feels like there's something missing for me. I don't know what to think of it, because I literally just watched it, like, five minutes ago. And, I don't know, I think I need to watch it a couple of times, or see if there is going to be another trailer, or... When does this come out? Uh, It comes out August 17th. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll get more, and... Yeah. I think some of the CGI and stuff's going to get some work on it. Yeah. It is sort of strange. The comedy, like, we haven't seen a comedy in the Marvel Universe, and I think there's a sort of strange nature to it that I think it's not an easy fit because it's just so different. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the jokes about dating in your 30s uh-huh. and that kind of thing, and she's on blind dates and all that sort of thing. And then it turns like, oh, yeah, well, let's go. Yeah, I, I kind of just didn't. I loved that. I loved the like carrying the really big dude into the. Oh yeah, into the into the house. That was very very funny. <laughs> That's something that uh, that She Hulk has kind of always been known for in comics. Is like she she owns the sexuality. Like she's she's like I want to get some. You know, I <laughs> that this is what I like to do. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, okay. whatever. She's you know. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I'm down. Da- I'm I'm down for it. But one of the uh, one of the things that uh, she uh, has done was did a hit it and quit it on Hercules and just like ghosted him. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of I kind of want that to happen because then yeah. you know we get Hercules. <laughs> yeah. And it would fit so well, like, we, we would have, what, we would be a month and a half out from having had Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Because it comes out the beginning of July. Yeah, It's yeah, a yeah. perfect time to introduce the, the Greek pantheon. <laughs> and then, like, have, have Hercules be like, hey, uh, you can handle the strength. <laughs> and she's like, I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> and we we saw a little bit of that like superhero love making in uh Jessica Jones, I guess it was, or was it Yeah, episode two of Jessica Jones season one. You have gone to Netflix on that way too many times. Wow. <laughs> no, it's... Who came up with that cast? 
episode two, season five, timestamp fifteen twenty-three. They only had three seasons of Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember specifically with with Jessica Jones, they had like the super sexual stuff happened on episodes two and four. And then they had like her PI stuff happening on one and three. And then like the really messed up stuff was everything after that. Yeah. 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 I remember, mm-hmm. I definitely remember how three, like, or it was, was it, no, I said one ended real messed up, but yeah, it got more and more messed up as it went. Oof. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it's like they were, you know, they were like, she's a PI, but then, oh God, that was awful. But then life is okay because sex. And then <laughs> life is okay. Oh God, things are back to awful, but it's okay because sex. I like the interpretation of that rhythm. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Love how that mirrors actual life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it art mirroring life or life mirrors art? <laughs> You go through terrible things, but then there's whiskey and sex. Like, that's the message of yeah. Jessica Jones. <laughs> whiskey bad. and sex, making life tolerable since forever. <laughs> Man, it does look like they're doing a lot of things. I'm just rewatching this in the background, and there's just like a lot of little shots of like different supervillain or superhero looking guys. There's one guy who kind of looks like kick ass a little bit, but he's got like, he's some sort of frog. I think he's got like lights on his head that look like eyes. Oh, uh, oh. that character's called leapfrog. Okay. I love oh it. My God. It's going to be yeah. so silly. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I actually have a theory just to, like paying a little more attention. You know, we, we talked about the possibility of her going back and forth. I don't think she does. Um, so like she goes back and forth clearly early on. And then they show her in that room getting tested and, you know, sending the saws. Uh, He sends the saws at her and she's like, it kind of feels like if I don't transform, I'm going to die. And then uh, she breaks the the, the cage. But then it looks like that might be a feral version of her, like the Hulk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe she starts out with like a She-Hulk that is like the Hulk was and then he has to do the thing same thing he did for himself go into the lab and teach teach her to fuse the two or whatever you know and then maybe mm. after that she doesn't transform i'm wondering maybe oh. i thought in the comic books though well maybe that's how they do it in the comic books but i i know that she maintains her intelligence yes um exactly in the comic books and so, I, but i think yeah. in the comics she does not transform back correct She's a full-time She-Hulk, uh, isn't it? Jennifer Walters? Maybe not. I can just picture the cover where she still looks kind of like a normal human, but she's green, so. I think that's just always I don't her. Know. I think she always kind of has the, at least the proportions of a normal human. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just real jacked. Speaking of proportions, um, the costume, I, I, I gotta say, I dig it. I'm glad they didn't over sexualize it at least from what i've seen so far yeah you mean the uh the like jumpsuit looking costume yeah yeah i think that's a more recent uh comics like it's very close like comics accuracy mm-hmm. um, and i think it's a more recent thing that is appreciated honestly <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like ever since uh wandavision where they had the original kind of comic book costumes as a joke. I feel like ever since then, 
they've recognized, oh, people actually love this. We got to stick the original costumes in there somewhere at some point. Yeah, well, they've been doing then that you had for a while. Loki and all they, that. They did it with um, they did it with Luke Cage like years before that too. Oh yeah, uh, where a damn yeah. fool. Yeah, because he he wears <laughs> in the comics he looks really silly with this golden shirt and these big bracers, you know, and um, the crown and a the crown, tiara, a tiara. Yeah, and so at one point he breaks out of this machine that he's in, where the thing that gave him his powers, he breaks out of it, and he looks in the into a car mirror, and he's basically wearing the comics accurate suit, and he's like, "You look like a damn fool." Um, <laughs> pretty good. I am hopeful with the sexual stuff. Like, be, I I want to say, you wanna, aren't you always hopeful with the sexual did, stuff? Did you want to rephrase that? Always hopeful, always disappointing. <laughs> um, <laughs> saying I am always. I was like, wait a minute, That's, did he just say that? You gotta, you gotta <laughs> see. You're missing the whiskey. You're missing the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that last shot of her carrying the man through the door, you know, like the and and. Clearly being like, yeah, I'm I'm big mama here. Uh, like, I want to say that they're going to like. I want to I'm hopeful that that is a Behringer of the fact that she'll like, yes, it's going to have some sexuality in the show. It's sort of this like comedy, adult comedy, sexual comedy, but she's going to kind of own her own sexuality, you know? Um, yeah. That's what I'm hopeful yeah. for. And you guys are just laughing at me. <laughs> because you said I'm big mama here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did say that. I did say that. Oh my God. She so does some power dynamic stuff in the play yep. that's happening there. Yep. Just keeps getting better. Just keep talking. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep digging. I, I, I love it. I think it looks super fun. That's my favorite joke in the whole thing. I'm just hopeful that it's like a Behringer of it being handled well and her getting a chance to you know be a sexual being without being uh overly sexualized if that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> but but yeah i find that I, I was honestly waiting to hear how jeff would respond to this trailer because of all his talk to turn it around on you to laugh at you for a minute all your talk about a uh, gal gadot and um uh gal gadot <laughs> sorry sorry you put some respect on that name dote uh it's dote right no, it's I Gal Gadot on her. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I don't think that's right. <laughs> All your talk about Gal Gadot and your talk about Captain Carter. I just, I just thought you'd have feelings about. Oh, uh, I She-Hulk. do. Tell us, tell us I your do. feelings. What are what are your no? Feelings? What are the things inside that you want to unburden? Mm-mm. I I have nothing that I want to unburden <laughs> because I am trying to be respectful. <laughs> I can be respectful while also simp. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I simp for Tatiana Maslany in Orphan Black as mm-hmm. the queer character. And that's weird because she plays multiple characters and she's right. the same person, but I'm only attracted to <laughs> one of them. Yeah, it's, it's real funny. Orphan Black is a great, like, Rorschach test for your sexuality because like or like your yeah. sexual proclivities because you watch it it's the same woman in very different styles and like very different personalities and you're just like man I really like I'm very attracted to that one but wait they're all the same person I'm really confused yeah <laughs> the entire time you're watching the show it's like oh yeah they're the same person yep 
Uh, it's very funny. Okay, um, I, there's a couple lines that are great. Uh, she says, uh, <laughs> your things are triggered by anger and fear. Your transformation are triggered by anger and fear. She says, those are just baseline emotions of any woman existing in the world. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> and I really liked, uh, I'm not an Avenger. That's for billionaires, narcissists, and adult orphans for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Orphan. Nope. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I know when she said that, I was like, hmm, mm-hmm, I see you. <laughs> I see you, Tatiana, <laughs> saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Those are the two quotes that I wrote down, too. Oh, nice. Sorry, I stole your thunder. <laughs> Sorry, the... the, 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 the about a one minute, 11 seconds into the trailer, uh, when you see like her hulking out of her shoes, uh-huh. and the shoes like popping off. Um, yeah. I didn't notice before that there were a pair of sneakers behind her. Uh huh. Like behind her shoes, it it looks like he's somebody's wearing a hard mugging hat? her. Yeah, looks like he's wearing yeah. a hard hat with like golden, uh, I don't know, stripes down it. Look almost like spears or a trident or lightning bolts, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like it. It just looks like. Somebody who came across some amount of power. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Also, when she flips him over her shoulders in the next shot, those lightning bolts are lighting up on his uh, helmet. Yep. yep. It's the Flash. No. Yep. <laughs> Has to be. I mean, oh, how, how, else, how else could it be anything else? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Is that how they give us the Wrecking Crew? Hmm. Because it's a hard hat. Yeah. And it was like, the Wrecking Crew had like an enchanted crowbar as like one of the things that mm-hmm. was their, their shtick. It was, it's such a weird I, thing. Such a funny comic book thing. I guess at some point you just, you're out of ideas. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rubber Band Man. <laughs> no, they already played that song. You just start looking around the yeah. room and picking out objects and saying, oh, that's my power. <laughs> they I mean, call me Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> at some point in the history of uh, comics, I feel like that is where they got, you know, like at lots of points. There's a lot of these characters that are oh, just yeah. like absolutely absurd. The porcupine. Yeah. You know, it's really funny. There's a podcast that did a an episode, a, a, a run of episodes where they were trying to create their own superhero or to create their own IP or something like that. And so they like, they're talking about the value of IP. And so they went to Marvel and DC and tried to buy any character from their pantheon, just anything to like be able to create their own comic book IP with, with it. And they were like, we'll take anybody. Is there anyone like some low level, like you'll never use him. And Marvel and DC were both like, no, nope. You know how our po- like we can use everything. We're using the whole elephant at this point. Yeah. Yep. And it's because of shows like this where they're like, oh, you know, we're going to throw that random one comic book guy from the 60s in a hard hat and throw him in to fight uh, She-Hulk. Yeah, because yeah, they know there's dedicated fans that go back to when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And, My favorite comic was yeah. when the Wrecking Crew showed up and Thor had to fight them all, all four of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-mm. Bro. That's a weird thing. That's a weird Come thing. Come on, bro. <laughs> but people have memories like that. Like, I, I've, I've talked about it before, but yeah. I couldn't afford any run of a comic book when I was a kid. So, like, 
I only bought things out of the 50 cent bin. <laughs> and so like the comics that I remember most from reading as a kid are like whatever I could afford. And it's just like a lot of weird stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot yeah. of weird Spider-Man books I read. <laughs> I'm going to make some weird stuff, man. <laughs> so oh. something that, uh, that I kind of noticed piqued my interest in the trailer, uh, at about the 24 second mark. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It looks like there is a like super crazy looking facility, right? Okay. Oh, um. It. Ooh. Like at first glance, it's like, oh, that's some you know weird building, like sword or something like that, right? Yeah. Like it's you think like it's the sword headquarters or whatever, but uh-huh. no, like looking around it uh-huh. and seeing that there are uh, a lot of like waterways that go down like that. Yeah, it's a. It looks like a lot of holding areas almost, and you see the. Uh, there seem to be like laser grid walls on either side of the road. I'm pretty sure that's the fridge. Oh, interesting. Oh, I, it's not. I thought the fridge was in Antarctica or something like that. Don't they say that in one of the Shield episodes? I mean, obviously that could be retcon eh. here. I mean, it could be the fridge. It could be the cube. You know what it um, looks like to me. What's that? It looks like the surrounding area looks like the Triskelion. Like, it looks a lot like those little, like, areas that drop down and the shield helicarriers came out. Right. And I think it's that sort of area, but for, like, superhero prisoner or supervillain prisoners. Yeah, yeah. I was just kind of, like, wondering. I mean, I'd have to go look at, like, compare them. But, like, it looks, those little pits look a lot like it. I was wondering if, like, maybe this got rebuilt on the same site or something. Uh, no, there's a mountain range in the back and it looks like desert around it. So that's true. Triskelion wouldn't be that. Yeah, you're right. Huh. Yeah, it definitely looks like a prison. There's barbed wire on the fence. And it looks like guard towers that, uh, on the wall, like along the wall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Excuse my ignorance, but does Marvel have like an Arkham Asylum kind of area? Uh, they sort of have several of those. Um, okay. there's, you know, the, the fridge is one where it's like, it's just really cold. Um, and they, you know, they have, uh, a lot of the like hotter for lack of a better term villains there Yeah, to cool them off. That's uh, why she the cube. <laughs> they have the cube, um, which I think a lot of like irradiated people stay there. Um, They've got the raft, which we saw in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got the the big house, which was developed by Hank Pym, um, oh, where they shrink them down. Oh yeah, yeah. The villains are are shrunk down to, you know, small. That's fun. There's a few others. Um, there, like there's Riker Island, like always. Yeah. Just to um, further confirm our theory about this building, uh, your theory about this building. If you go to the shot with Blonsky. Where he's like giving her the finger point, uh, out the window is desert. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh huh. Uh-huh. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm guessing that red energy is like some sort of suppressor to keep him normal. Maybe. I would. I would be willing to bet that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you hear that he's uh, Wong is in the show? Did you see that that was confirmed? No. I believe Wong is going to show up in this, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I mean, he and Blonsky are, like, 
best buds. Exactly. Um, I'm mad about it for the uh, draft uh, fantasy league purposes, but uh, but for the purposes <laughs> of me being here and excited about the show, I'm I think that's super awesome. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that. I, I, I and it still could be. I don't know what source it was on. It was just re- it was on some uh, some article that I was reading that he was confirmed. I was like, what? I didn't remember that he was confirmed for this. That's awesome. They should just put Wong in every Marvel movie. I mean, he needs his own series. He really does. Because I want to know what he's doing. Every in between. <laughs> What's the Sorcerer Supreme up to these days? <laughs> I want to see what all of those duties are that he has that are so important that keep him from maintaining seals on Siberian portals. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> That's just that thing that we've talked about forever, Matt. That whole like you know, show me every minute of all of their lives. I want, I want all of it. I just, I want to live in that world. Yeah. And I feel like with Disney plus stuff, we're really getting there. <laughs> yeah. Getting, uh, yeah. Just like, I just want, I'd like you to live stream all of their lives. Just like, you know, pay the actors, just be the heroes all the time and give me the yep. live stream codes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just let me in. Just yeah. let me in. Um, one of the things that this show uh, kind of has me excited for, you know, with her being a lawyer, that makes an easy avenue for us to get Daredevil. I mean, yeah, Matt Murdock, or even people adjacent to Matt Murdock. Like, yeah, we could get sure. Foggy Nelson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that Ooh. point, it's just like, cool. You know, he confirmed. Uh, it's all connected. Like, we got the yeah. interconnectivity that we've always you know dreamed of yeah foggy and karen could show up i would be really excited yep, yep. um maybe even more so than matt murdoch because it'd be like ah yes more yeah people, more yeah. people confirmed to be those people in this universe right like if we got deborah ann wool and uh eldon henson like yes yeah <laughs> Give me those back. yeah <laughs> that's rad i love it i'm excited i feel like there's a lot of um kind of naysaying right now i feel like i've heard a little bit of that about the trailer like the cgi or the tone yeah. but i don't know i'm just i just trust marvel they've done nothing but great content up till now i mean with the worst of the cgi that they've had kind of like in i guess black widow has some bad cgi in it it's still an okay movie you know oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't remember there being uh any cg that was like so bad that it took away from the movie like it's not like the hulk with eric banna you know <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's nothing that bad i think there's some moments yeah. in black widow that are just like cgi fests which like i feel yeah. like marvel doesn't normally do that they normally have in the final fight they definitely have big cgi moments but they almost always have like this heart of the character kind of grounding it um actually i was talking to david c robertson about this on twitter of all places uh, <laughs> he, he, he posted something that was just like oh you're telling me because this one face in the entire scene is not CGI that this isn't an animated property you know what I mean like he was kind of like making fun yeah. of people for like not liking animation but they like these Marvel movies that have like the entire screen is animated except the face but like to um, me yeah. because of the uncanny valley problem that we still have like yeah. that face can be really important and that actor's portrayal of that moment you know like i think about like winter soldier like the world is collapsing around them but it's it it, the the moment is about bucky and cap on that bridge like on that helicarrier you know what i mean like 
Yep. And yeah. it's, it's about them in that moment together. And the, the world falling around them is just part of it. And I do think Black Widow has those moments where like, she's like falling through the sky and it's just all CGI. You know what I mean? It's just an animated yes. moment. And I do think some of those moments can lose the heart of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And with the CGI on the face, I am a little bit worried about that too. Only because Tatiana Maslany emotes so well and so much through just little tiny movements in her face and it's barely noticeable but once you start watching her in a lot of things you can tell like oh one little twitch of i don't know her the side of her lip and you can just tell what she's thinking well and not only that but her like like we talked about a minute ago her playing multiple characters in orphan black like she is just insanely good but also like all those little things that she does differently for each character, make them feel really real and different. She's really, really killer. Yeah, all the mannerisms. Um, a little fact about that. When she was getting into character for each of the characters that she played, she would listen to a specific um, playlist on Spotify dedicated to that character oh, that's while awesome. she was getting her makeup and her hair and clothes done. So hmm. it would get her in the mood. That's awesome. That's really, really yeah. cool. That's been your fun fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Karen. That you, no one wanted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we wanted it. I think we really did. That's going back to, um, you know, what we were talking about with Moon Knight, Matt, mm-hmm. or I guess what we will be talking about. On the we next will episode. be talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What what we talk about with Moon Knight in that, uh, you know, the way that Oscar Isaac carries himself physically for each character is different. You know, Steven has a different way. Mark has a different way. So, like, Tatiana Maslany having to do that or being able to do that for Orphan Black, like, that's really important. And mm-hmm. the face is a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember in uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, there was a point where like nothing else about Elizabeth Olsen moved or changed in any way, except her eyebrows just very subtly moved like inward. It's like they broke just a little bit. Mm. And it was like, you knew right then that she was struggling to walk out of that room. She didn't want to leave, you know, for the, the reasons that made those eyebrows break. (laughs) It's like her resolve broke just a, touch just yeah. a touch yeah it's a great moment all right well i'm excited about the show any other any last thoughts about it no looking forward to it sweet i mean i was gonna say is it august yet but like there's so much yeah this year don't skip over yeah. miss marvel <laughs> like we can't skip miss marvel miss marvel's in three weeks oh my gosh crazy yeah it is in three weeks and then while that's going, because that's going to be, what, six episodes, right? I think so. In the middle of that, we're going to get Thor Love and Thunder. And then, like, once that ends, it'll be another five weeks, and then this series comes out. Like, it's crazy. Yep. It's a, it's a content-heavy year again. Love it. Yeah. I like this, and I like that there's they're doing a few weeks between series. I do think that little break is nice. It makes me excited when it comes back. 
Like, yeah, when it's every Wednesday that I need to stay up all night or whatever, every every Tuesday, it starts to get a little like, oh, my brain is broken. Uh, But when, you know, we come to like, oh, a couple weeks off, I get really excited to stay up all night again, you know? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Get to have a sleepover with my friends. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming. Uh, Thanks for joining in, uh, Karen. I'm really glad to get you in on this, um, get your perspective on the show and also like your love of. Tatiana Mislani. Yeah. Ask me anything, I can tell you. Better <laughs> <laughs> like a weird wizard riddle. <laughs> I can answer anything, but you have to ask it correctly. Um, <laughs> I will answer you these questions three. <laughs> ah, I was about to say that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll be back uh, soon with all the things. Peace. Bye. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.